What's up guys and welcome to the very first episode of the Legacy of Game podcast. We thought we would start this whole thing off with a game that is near and dear to us here at Legacy of Game, Halo. Halo was created by a studio named Bungie who are responsible for many firsts in the video game industry such as dedicated multiplayer servers, maps designed for multiplayer, and dual access gaming and first person shooters. So sit back, relax, try not to think about the traffic, and let's log on. boys let's talk about some halo all right let's talk hello. about the halo hello well, uh, i'm um i came into halo by uh playing it over at parnes's house as a kid so um i'd like to hear how parnes came into this game halo mm-hmm. man um jeez i remember the very first time i played halo i was at a family friend's house mad as hell that I wasn't home hanging out with my friends um, <laughs> for that weekend and he had gotten an Xbox while I was there with the only game being Halo and we put that thing in and from the moment Halo boots up man back then it just it just blows your mind that theme song kicks on and it's so epic and it just draws you in and then you're going and you're on the Pillar of Autumn and you're this Master Chief and you're indefeatable and you're walking around and walking in the walls because you've never seen this controller scheme before and you don't understand what's going on with this huge controller and trying to aim and get used to dual sticks and up and down and left and right and all this crazy stuff and everything's happening. And uh, like 24 hours later, after everyone's already went to bed and woken up again and I'm still just glued to this TV playing this game and they're all thinking I'm crazy. I, I was unable to put it down. I was addicted. It was it was awesome, man. There hasn't been probably a single other game to enthrall me as much as Halo did when it came out and I played it for the first time. And uh, it's probably the sole reason I was so adamant about getting an Xbox back in the day and getting that damn game. Yeah, I think everybody kind of started out with Halo because... Halo kind of got everybody kind of wrapped up in it, especially with the multiplayer, being able to play across, you know, systems. That was always beautiful. Um, you know, being able to have LAN parties. I don't know if people know that now, but used to, you used to have LAN parties where you put your system connected together and play with your friends. That was considered <laughs> that was considered the internet for us. For all you young kids out there, oh, we used to kids. have to hit multiple TVs and connect our co- consoles to, together we, with a wire. We used to have <laughs> actual parties together. <laughs> In my day, we used to have to see each other to play together. <laughs> God, the yeah, I'll tell you the story about the split screen. Exactly. Oh, the split, the split screen. That's oh that's the one thing I was gonna 
mentioned too is it's it's kind of a dying um mode or functionality and i honestly i can't tell you why because nowadays it's hey uh you want to play this game together yeah sure let me drive home and hop online with you because we can't just sit here and play it (laughs) you know that couch co-op is uh, uh, it's going extinct and i think that's that's really sad and unfortunate, and that's one of the best things about Halo: is sitting down, split screen, and calling your buddy a screen watcher because he knew where you were when he killed you. <laughs> they always <laughs> were. Time. They always lie too. They're like, "No, I'm not watching your screen," but you know, you, you, you can see behind your head. Is that the truth? Is that what you're saying? You can see behind yourself. Uh, it really did a lot for person-to-person friendship building it really did oh yeah it was very social very very social it also did a lot for uh helping you hate people you already hated it also (laughs) taught you that you had to actually learn how to play the damn game yeah get sniped by parns for the 10th time and uh you start to kind of hate him a little bit <laughs> okay, um, well, uh, but then you find out you can get a shotgun and just blast his head off every time. My sniping legacy started in Halo, and uh, you got to get close to me with a shotgun, buddy. Oh, I get there every time, buddy. <laughs> nah. You guys are so cute. Nah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, uh, on that note, I'd like to jump in and share I mean, my we can... story. Um, so. I remember uh, seeing Halo as an upcoming thing um, back in the days of uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly. I used to get that back when that magazine was still a deal, back when magazines were still a deal. But um, I remember seeing pictures for it and it being labeled as, you know, coming out for the Xbox. And at the time, I didn't think anything of that. You know, I was like, Xbox? What the hell is an Xbox? We play on PlayStation and Nintendo. That's, that's what we do. That's, that's what the consoles are. And didn't think anything of it. I kind of wrote it off as, you know, just some console that was going to appear and then go away. And uh, then um, go to Buddy Parnsy's house here one day and he uh, he has an Xbox hooked up in his room and he has Halo. And up until that point, it was a whole career of getting just destroyed, just wrecked by him in Perfect Dark. Like, I'm talking about teams of three of us and with a whole bunch of bots, him just wrecking us. And so I'm like, oh, great, another first-person shooter he gets to destroy me at. And uh, picked up the controller. Um, it's a little odd getting used to it first, but, man, uh, like, just encountering that whole concept of, like, health, like, the, the shield that would regenerate over time kind of gave me a little bit of hope, you know? <laughs> like, like, uh... Like, just the ability to go, oh, man, I got hit, but being able to duck in and, like, re- recover that a little bit instead of just walking around with, you know, 1% health left waiting for him to show up and finish you off, it kind of gave me a little bit of hope to be able, you know, fight back against him, and so it kind of became our group's new game to play, mostly me, him, and uh, our buddy Cortland sitting over at his house all hours of the night, every single night, just playing each other in that game, and for once, I was able to score kills on this fucking bastard, but, yeah, that's... That's how I got introduced to Halo. <laughs> well, um, I gotta say, I remember. I think I don't remember starting on Halo One. Uh, I do remember Halo Two very clearly because I got an Xbox, and before then, I was just on like PlayStation. What was it, Two at the time? Um, so I was just on PlayStation, and uh, finally got this Xbox, and it came with Halo Two. And I was stoked, and I remember I plugged it in, and I was playing, and I was like, this is awesome. And then we had to leave. It was Christmas. We had to leave. We had to go over to my family's house. 
And um, I remember I had to, I just, I left it on all day because I didn't have a memory card, and um, which were available but not necessary. <laughs> so, but coming from PlayStation, I uh, was like, oh shit, I can't save it. Oh damn. So I just kind of left it on all day long, and uh, came back and was like, oh yeah, that's right. I can just uh, save this to my uh, console. <laughs> Another cool thing, another cool thing about Halo that I just want to chime in on is that it was one of the first games. Well, I shouldn't say one of the first games, but one of the multiplayer games that really didn't require you to like uh, buy any additional stuff. That was before DLC. Now DLC is out. It's kind of a new thing, and that seems to be everybody's uh, money maker. But beforehand, it was, you know, map quests. You had to actually play through the story to get the maps. You had to, you know, unlock certain things to get what you wanted. Now it's kind of just handed to you if you give them enough money. <laughs> so it's, it's a different world in gaming nowadays. That is true. When when did you, uh, what was your first experience with Halo, Tony? Oh, man. My first experience with Halo was, uh, had to be Halo 1, but the first, I put it this way, I played Halo 1 uh, with our, our friend, our late friend, Jason, uh, and another late friend, uh, Joe, uh, you know, rest of both of their souls, uh, but they got me into playing it, and I would get my ass, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna lie, I was terrible at Halo 1, it was, <laughs> very hard to get used to at first. Not gonna lie, it was a it was a learning curve. But then Halo Two came out and they gave me hope, and that was when I really took off when it came to first person shooters. I started winning more and more, and then Halo Three came out and nobody could touch me then. And these 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 guys can attest for that. They've been in a few matches with me. They've seen the uh the record. I can touch you. I mean, I can touch you. I'm just saying. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know, I didn't know this I, uh, inexperienced suck at Halo Tony no. ever existed. All I know is the uh, old gamer tag Nuts Pandora Tony ripping <laughs> people's ass on Xbox Live. Uh, hey, hey, us. I, I can never go back to that, unfortunately. They, t- <laughs> they took that away from me. <laughs> I was actually oh. a fan of the overseas era of Tony where he had horrible internet connection. And uh, half the time we'd like walk up and see Tony Spartan running against the wall, and we'd all just take turns, just run up and smack him in the face, killing him. Yeah, and then at the terrible. end of the match, you'd still wonder how the hell he almost got as much kills as you. <laughs> yeah, I still get enough kills. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I remember him getting lucky a few times. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I get lucky a few times. You gotta get lucky. <laughs> You, you get those those off chances that you have something random happen, and then it just kind of it, it just kind of falls into perfect perspective for you, and you're like, hey, I'll take that, <laughs> and you keep it moving. But you know, it's just one of those things where Halo, Halo was one of those games where it just it just brought more people together than it really realized. I'm thinking because it made people. Uh, 
play against each other better or different. Like, you can play heels so many different ways. Nobody has to play the same to win. That's, that's, I think that's the greatest thing about that game. Yeah, and um, real quick, a quick note, because um, we already kind of touched on the whole land party thing. Um, I'd like to throw it out that uh, all of us are from Georgia, and, uh, and so we, we have like a bit of a backwoods, you know, thing about all of us, and we actually uh, one time had a land party that we had to host at night because it was in a giant field at a buddy's house out in the middle of the nowhere in the boonies. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's how, that's how backwoods we were. It was all of us toting these big old freaking TVs and consoles over to what was essentially a farmhouse to play outside. We made it happen. It was the most hick-ass land party you ever seen in your life. But it worked, right? Oh, yeah, it worked. <laughs> God. All right, so what else we got to talk about with this? <laughs> well, um, well, I mean, we could also talk about your know, different features that the game had that we'd never seen before. I mean, like up until this yeah. point, you know, we'd had um, you know games like Perfect Dark and Goldeneye were the main two shooters to play on consoles, and you know, we get to Halo, and suddenly we, we don't have, like, our entire set of armaments anymore at our disposal. Halo forced us to just use two weapons, and, you know, and that made you, you know, have to learn what weapon combinations work for you and for different situations, and it kind of added a level of strategy to it along, you know, with having just those two different types of grenades and such a limited amount of ammo and stuff like that. It really changed the way you played shooters back then. Yeah, I agree with you, because the, uh... They had a different spin when the game came out twice. Uh, one was when you had to actually get the the health to um, <clears throat> to refill your your health bar, and the other one was you you know you just had to sit in the corner and just wait for it to recharge up. Now, yeah, I remember that in uh, the original Halo, you had your shield and it would recharge. I think right, yep. and then you also had your health. Right. Or was that separate? I can't remember. You, you had yeah, both. you had your health separate. Yep. And uh, you could pick up yep. those health packs. You'd be struggling to get them, and then later on, you know, they kind of did away with that. You just had your shield, and then you knew if you were about damn die or not. But right, and then it, and and then I don't know if anybody else paid attention to it, but this this is the beautiful thing about what Bungie does with Halo is they introduce these small tidbits of things of of of, of uh, uh, coding that people probably don't even pay attention to but it actually gets used in other games later on like the whole thing about the health the health bar <clears throat> you know how they used to show it to you where you can see how much health you got you get you see how much shield you got where later on in the gaming series in that trilogy they actually got to the point where they didn't even show you your bar the only way you knew that you were hurt was if your screen started to go you know red or start to blink or flash and, and you then, see that in almost every game yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, when I say, you know, Halo changed a lot of stuff about gaming, they changed a lot of stuff about gaming that people play today. The really enjoyable thing, too, when it comes to the multiplayer, it was so balanced. Like, there wasn't just one spot you could go to get the sniper rifle and you were going to reign supreme. There was always 
like the blue side, the red side. They had these weapons here and these weapons here. There was always a counter. If somebody was sniping, you could go find the other sniper rifle and snipe them back, you know? Or if you were just a mean asshole, you could go sneak to their base and take that other sniper rifle so they didn't have an option to fight you back. It was just, it was balanced and there was dualities and there was only certain weapons like the rocket launcher and was always in like the middle of the map that you would fight over. And, yeah, I, uh actually have one way or another. I actually remember a way to strike back against sniper parns, and that way was uh, something me and old Burnsy here like to call Halo Cops. And, uh, because back then, uh, the, the, <laughs> uh, pis- yeah. fucking the pistols? pistols were a oh, big yeah. deal, so somebody was sniping Those you, that was your parn. option, man. You grab that pistol, you zoom in, you start pinging parns from as far away as you can. You keep moving, you keep hitting him. Yeah, because you couldn't zoom in whenever you are getting hit. Just well, that's when, happen. you know, I had to get good at that there no-scope, you know what I'm saying? 360 no-scope. I was actually <laughs> pretty upset when they took the pistols out. And then they finally brought them back. And it was just like, they were just as strong as they were when they first were. I don't remember them ever taking the pistols out. They did. Remember, they had the pistols in the first one. Yeah. Where, where you can zoom in on the pistol. Yep. But when they brought out the second one, they didn't bring the pistols. Hmm. And then they, they had a they had a pistol, but it wasn't a it, beast it, like it no, was in it, Halo One. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't because like, you couldn't zoom in on that one. It was just kind of like a. But in a certain aspect, hill. they I mean they needed to make it like that because if you think back, every time because I don't know about y'all, I mean we go back and we always end up somehow back on Halo the original, playing, whooping each other's ass, you know, having an old school party, and after about 5-10 minutes it always turns into everybody immediately switching to their pistols and it's just a headshot game at that point, you're playing like SWAT on Halo 1, you know so like, them taking that pistol out, let, you know, everything else shine and made sure that the games didn't just revolve around, oh, everybody pull out pistol and go at it because it's the best gun in the game, so. But you, 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 gotta, you gotta admit, SWAT on Halo 3 was fun. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> shit. Speaking of language right here. Headshots. Oh, oh that was beautiful. Uh, that was DMR. probably one of the best mm. modes. Yeah, DMR is the best weapon in the game. You can't tell me anything different. Halo 3 is probably... My favorite Halo out of the series, I'd have to say. I'm, For multiplayer. I'm a fan of Reach. I, I like Reach. I like Reach a lot. I like the story. I like the campaign. I do like the multiplayer, but Halo 3, I don't know what it is about it. It's just the one that sticks out more in my mind. That one I, got, I got one word for you. I got one word for you that'll, that'll answer all of that. You ready? It's called... Forge. Forge. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, that's an, that's made maps. That's another thing about Halo is it was one of the few games that allowed you to customize your experience really without any kind of like game shark or anything. Yeah. You could you could choose skulls if you want to make it harder for yourself, or if you mm. just want to. Whenever you get a headshot, a little birthday party sound happens, which oh, is exactly that was what I do so much every time. <laughs> but uh, and then and then forge happened, where you essentially became the artist. You were forging your own awesome you, levels, and the community complained. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was, it was awesome. It allowed you to become more creative while also being a savage badass, such as Tony. I try, I try, <laughs> but it was awesome. It was an awesome thing. 
it's it's one of those things it's just you gotta you gotta experience it to understand the the beauty of it like you, ha you actually have to play through the series to understand what we're what we're saying because it's, it's just you watch it grow and get better and better and better until you know until you hear that Fortnite? Oh. you weren't the first game to pull out building shit yeah for real you weren't <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> well it was also like so halo the original halo was back before you know um achievements and trophies and awards and stuff but for some reason you couldn't even explain you'd spend hours trying to beat this game on uh legendary difficulty just so you could say that you could it was bragging rights you know like i beat every halo game on legendary difficulty at some point in time or another because i mean you had to you had to there wasn't an you, option you yeah had you, you had to that was one Unless of those you, things. It was know. hard as shit unless you got a friend to play co-op with you. And then, you know, if you get to a tough part, you say, hey, come here and uh, bash your skull in so you respawn with full health and ammo. <laughs> you know the great thing about uh, 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 Halo is Halo made people, just like you just said, uh, Parnes, Halo made people have to go and recruit people to help them play. You know, it. You know, you just couldn't go in there and one man ramble it. You had to get some help. You had to call friends. You had to get you know whoever was playing at the time and do that game. But I could one man ramble it, but that's because I'm like really good at the game. Yeah, like, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just good, you know? No, but not on Legend. Legendary is a beast, man. And yeah. like the whole campaign. You know, a lot of shooters. It's it's kind of boring for shooters to have a campaign. Typically, let's not all lie, you get it for the multiplayer. Right. But with Halo, the campaign was so epic. The music was always so epic. The scenes, the scenery, mm -hmm. the the levels, um, the story, it all just kept you enthralled. And it was just one complete package. Yeah. And it was like fun not once, but the replay value was through the roof. You can't tell how many times I've played through that campaign over and over and over. Mm -hmm. It was just... An all-around good game, man. You you got what your money deserved is what really came from that. And that's what a lot of fans felt when it came to Bungie. And that's why uh, Microsoft Xbox did so well was because, they, you know, you had, if you had a developer like that that's willing to put that much effort into a game for one console, you know, you got loyal fans forever type deal. And that's what they wanted, and that's what they got. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. Hey, sorry about uh, that brief absence right there. My kid came in here because one of his toys broke. That's really was important. quite upset. Sorry. Well, dear God, did you I fix did. it? I did. I My did. My God. Oh, thank God. I was so scared for him. That's why you're the hero we love, sir. The hero he needs. Nothing you weren't the hero we needed. You're, you're the master chief of him. <laughs> Uh, so he is, he is your Cortana. <laughs> Speaking of Cortana, how about um, was she not like everybody's first crush ever? Because uh, yeah, no, <laughs> everybody wanted more pictures first, of her. <laughs> her and Lara Croft, man, that was yeah. Those were my now, my uh, my first video game crush was Renoa Hartilly from Final Fantasy VIII. Oh yeah. Oh nice yeah. Uh, yeah. Those were good. 
But, uh, but yeah, I remember, um, did you have to, in the first one, I think, did you have to find the skulls? Like, yeah, you, and some of them were to, like impossible alone. Right? To unlock them, you had to find them, and That's they right. were in yeah. the most crazy random, fucking places. crazy yeah. bullshit mm-hmm. places. But hold on now, you gotta admit, that was the coolest thing about that, was that you had to do these ridiculous, uh, situations to get to these places but when you got it it was like really having an achievement you know that's like a trophy on your wall hey look what i did i did this that not many people can do oh yeah yeah and if you had one and a friend came over it was like where'd you get that nah man find it yourself bitch. no you gotta go look (laughs) this way about it is you know because it was a reward for unprompted exploration you know like in later halo games you knew that the skulls were there the game made a point of like letting you know the skulls were there whether it be in the form of achievements or a reward the game would let you know you would get in game for finding it and you know most of the games you know they have like things that will reward you for exploration but the game tells you hey go find this to get this go find that or there's this many of this specific type of hidden item hidden throughout this game Halo didn't tell you about any of that. It was just something that was there to reward inquisitive, curious players. Players that were just naturally that way. It was there to reward them. You know? Yeah, it, it just it pushed it pushed people to actually explore the world instead of just running through like you would on a, uh, a, a uh, already preset track game. You know, a game where you, you you know you can't really deviate too far from anything. You just gotta stay on that track and only go that track. Uh, Halo tried to change that where it was more open world. You can find your own way around. The objective is the same, but it's not gonna just hand it to you and say, "Okay, well, here's you know, here's the direction you need to go." <laughs> you know, you know, it's it's here's the objective. How do you solve it? How do you get it done? And I, and that was beautiful. I think that's a beautiful thing. Now. We thought about all of that. Now, do we want to talk about uh, how um, how we all felt the first time we saw the trailer for Halo Two? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah. Do you guys Dude, want to? Do I don't think you can adequately describe the level of excitement I had for every Halo trilogy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, was it was long there. ago now because we're old fucks, or you know, <laughs> we're in our thirties, which to yeah. us is old, even it's though we're not old. quite old yeah. yet. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it's it's back in the times when you know midnight releases were still a thing. <laughs> all the you know, in the standing in line at GameStop yeah. at eleven o'clock for an hour to get the game when it came out and all that. Yeah, and it was just, it was just part of the experience, yeah. and it was awesome. I- I kind of want to say Halo 2 helped midnight releases become a thing, too. You know, like, cause, um, God, you remember going to Walmart for Halo 2 and how packed it was? Now everyone was pretty much fighting for their copy of it as the boxes were opened? I do yeah. remember that, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was with you. <laughs> I'll put it this way. When Halo 2 came out, hell, when Halo 3 came out, it was as if, you know, Black Friday had just opened up again. There was people wrapped around the building, waiting for this game. And this is what st- this, this is another thing that 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 uh, Halo started. They started this whole pre-order shit. People don't remember that. We never had the pre-order games before then, but now now you have the pre-order games, and it's it's just one of those things where you know you you never had to 
people in anticipating this game to be so good to pay you before you get it. But now, you know, it's like, yeah, I expect you to do that. <laughs> now it's standard practice. But yeah. beyond the pre-order thing, Halo 3 on its own pretty much announced to the world how big gaming was and the gaming was here to stay. I'm pretty sure Justin knows the facts on that. I know what yeah. he's told me, which is the only reason I know to mention it. But I'll let him talk uh, yeah, about man, it. Um, yeah. Uh, Halo 3 kind of like represented a turning point in the gaming industry in that uh, like at the on day one of its release it grows such a high amount that nothing else no, 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 no other item in the entertain in any form of entertainment media have managed to gross that much money in a single day I mean like, like it outdid like Harry Potter the Spider-Man movies the X-Men movies Halo 3 it came along and like at the time of its release it was the number one selling thing on it for day one sales ever and it got a lot of big invest like a lot of like big money investors interested in uh video games which is kind of like you know why we saw games skyrocket after that why we started to see more big money games more triple a titles more things like that it's kind of also the reason why a lot of developers started playing it safe so it's a double-edged sword but it did make the world take gaming seriously and that's a that's a good thing in my opinion yeah, because right now you got a you got an e league that's massive now. I mean, everybody knows about e league now, but nobody really cared about an, uh, a gaming tournament uh, type yeah, deal was, back in the day. That was back when uh, you know MLG was uh, yo not just MLG something you throw in front of yo. your fucking gamer tag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was serious back then, though. People were serious back then. But now it's it's more legit because it's more wide, worldwide accepted. A lot more people are seeing a lot more uh, uh, business and entrepreneurship coming out of it, plus a lot of money and revenue that can be made from it. So it's, it's really grown bigger than what it used to be, but it all came from the hype that Halo brought as far as bringing people into the gaming community and, and getting them into playing uh, console games. Speaking of online stuff and all that, um, uh, like outside of like games like Diablo 2 on the PC, uh, Halo was actually the first series where um, I got really familiar and really interested in everybody else's screen names. Everybody, like, the names everybody uses, and uh, I remember uh, like me and Parnes, we had like certain names that we used for our old Spartans back on Halo One and Halo Two. Even like when Xbox Live first launched, we still kind of stayed true to those names. And I remember how terrible they were. Um, like for instance, mine was Devious One, huh? spelled D V S One. That's how bad it was. Parnes was something like <laughs> I don't I don't know why you got to bring this up, oh, man. We ain't got to yes. talk about old names. Yes. You know, during the past. Come you on, Barnes, what was yours? Man. What was yours? <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember what that could have been. Oh, oh man. Death Master. Yeah, Mine was Joe Daddy. I am the master of death. So gay. <laughs> and I remember back before the... No, but we were no, no. I had a back skull then. in them. Back then, I didn't really have a gamer name per se because I didn't pick anything. But uh, I did pick one later on. Well, no, I didn't pick that one. That one was actually gifted to me by Xbox. <clears throat> but the name 
that I used to have was called Joe Daddy. And the reason, the reason, no, there's a funny story behind that. The reason why I did that is because I used to play a game called Unreal Tournament. I don't know if you guys ever played oh, that. Oh man, oh yes. Yeah. So you know about the whole uh, when you when you kill somebody, it says your name and then something crazy and then the gamer name. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I used to put that so on purpose so that it would say Joe Daddy did such and such, just for <laughs> funny references. Blank was killed by Joe Daddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, you just got <laughs> shell-shocked by your Joe Daddy. It was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember something similar to that. It was, oh, uh, it was one of the Area 51 games. And, uh, like, uh, being parts made up ridiculous names for that. Like, uh, one of them was uh, That Fucker was the name of one of our screen names. And so it would say things like, you incinerated that fucker. That fucker obliterated you. <laughs> <laughs> Completely so creative. forgot about that shit, but I remember it now. <laughs> uh, I think everybody probably did that at one point or another. And that was also back when, uh, you know, gamer tags were way more creative. Yeah. I feel like. Well, you can't get too creative nowadays because you'll no. offend somebody. Yeah, so. yeah everybody's <laughs> too damn soft and sensitive, so you can't really use much of anything. Shame, shame. Yeah. I mean, for hell, for hell, they took my name because they said it was insensitive. Wow. How? How well, is I mean, Nuts Pandora insensitive? <laughs> you don't want to assume Pandora's, you know, gender. <laughs> I, apparently so. I, 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 maybe I was talking about a walnut. Are we going to be gentrifying walnuts now? I don't know. You know, you can put that to the listeners. If you could tell poor old Tony here why his name was insensitive, please enlighten him. You know, yes, maybe please. somebody will put you on. Uh, yeah, let me know. Let you know the truth. Yeah, highlight me. Let me know. Well, that could be uh, hashtag free nuts Pandora. Free nuts Pandora. We can actually go over how we got our current gamer tags. Oh, oh. Oh, go ahead, buddy. I Tony, you sound excited. Go for it, buddy. No, I want, I want to hit Justin. Nah, go for it. All right, let's. All right, think of us number one to ten. What? What? Tony. Think of the number one to ten. Are, are you trying to like decide who goes first about talking about their gamer tags? Really? What, what are you talking about? I just. <laughs> 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 seven. Seven. Eight. I'll go along with right. seven. Okay. All right. All right. Five. You bitch. Damn, Barnes, right on top. You got hey, it. There hey. you go. Uh, so I guess I'm going first. All right. So that was so gay. <laughs> that was really fucking stupid. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why we love each other. <laughs> yeah. So all right, my gamer tag um, is Rusty Shackelford, um, and uh, it's really from. Uh, it's it's just I had the same gamer tag for years and years and years and it didn't it wasn't funny or anything it was kind of too serious and um, I decided to go for something else so I went for um, I'm sure a lot of listeners you know recognized it immediately all of you um, uh, is from King of the Hill and um, if I'm sure you guys have seen it um, when anyone talks to dale from king of the hill he always gives them he never gives them his government name he always gives them rusty shackleford 
and I always thought that was fucking hilarious, so I just kind of took that, and uh, so far, not too many people have mentioned it, but yep, that's uh, that's just me pulling shit out of somebody else's ass, and not mine. So, uh, and people, thank you, I've, Mike Judge, for such a random name. I've seen people mistakenly ask you your gamer tags from like m- multiple other things that I've never heard oh, of. Yeah. I was like, is your it's gamer like tag from this? Is it from this? Something. Is it from this yeah. band? And I'm like. What are they it's, talking uh, about? <laughs> they're fucking stupid. They don't know. But uh, but yeah, so Mike Judge is actually um, the reason why I have that. <laughs> That's cool, man, because my gamertag was actually, like I said, was gifted to me by Xbox. I didn't really pick the name. Because the name I originally picked, it was already taken. So after picking through, I don't know, 20 of my own ideas of what name I wanted to pick. Uh, I finally just gave Xbox and said, hey, alright, well, tell me which one is available. And this odd name was what they gave me called Nuts Pandora. And for some weird freaking reason, it sticked. I just, I don't know, I felt like... So, so wait a minute. <laughs> You're telling me that Xbox Live Yes. Randomly generated for you a name. Yes. That Xbox Live later said was unacceptable. Took it away. Yes. Yes. That is true. That's <laughs> true. I never got to pick that name, but Xbox picked it, and now they said, you know what? I think we were a little bit too insensitive. We're gonna take it back. That is some funny. <laughs> Microsoft right give it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Microsoft take it away. <laughs> But yeah, I that, didn't know that that was a randomly name. generated name. Yeah, it was fully generated. Fully generated. They wouldn't let me take my own name, so I was like, alright, well, what you got? And that's what they gave well, me. Well, you know, our buddy Joe did that, and Joe ended up with the awesomest name, Alkaline Thunder, which is really damn cool, and that's randomly generated. Sometimes yeah, Xbox way. has its moments, you know? Yeah, you know, that was cool. You know, that's a cool name. I wish I would really have had a chance to end up with that. But no, no, I got Nuts Pandora. So you know what I did? I put the fear of Nuts Pandora in everybody I played. That's why I made that name so popular. You had the, like a boy named Sue kind of thing going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Prove yourself. Like, I'm, I'm going to show you what I can do. <laughs> well, uh, my gamer tag now is, is pretty simple. Um, I realize how ridiculously stupid Deathmaster was and um <laughs> I I play guitar and uh my favorite thing to play is kind of blues and blues scales and soloing so the pentatonic scale is um the main bluesy you know lick scale that I play and that you know for blues soloing so I took pentatonic and then I just put ninja in front of it and lo and behold pentatonic ninja and uh it's pretty cool because online some people that are into music will actually go oh shit you play music pentatonic that's cool when they you know they get the reference but um I just came up with it someday one day and it it stuck and it's been my name ever since well um not nearly as uh knowledgeable about music as Parnes but mine came from music as well uh um you see, back in the day, uh, uh, my original name before I, you know, settled into the one that became my own, uh, the name I used was uh, Dark Scepter, and we had two friends named Jonathan and Brian, 
that uh, like to uh, they, they like to poke fun a lot, and they every time we played together, they would always pronounce my name as Dark Spectre, and they'd do it in this stupid hick accent, Dark Spectre over there, just, pr- just, just mispronouncing the hell out of it, and it uh, <laughs> and, uh, it, uh, it irritated me, so I decided I didn't wanted to change it, and um, the uh, games that we all played together were mostly shooters, and I was almost always our close quarters guy, you know, shotguns and SMGs, and uh, there was a song lyric from a, a band that I really liked um, that uh, said, uh, a 12-gauge cross kisses the forehead, a savior in a shell, and I was like, savior in a shell, that's it, that's my name, I love it, that's mine, and that's how I came to it. I got shamed out of my old one. And, and today, <laughs> one of those fuckers complimented me on that name. I actually felt good. It was like a Stockholm Syndrome type thing. I was like, yeah, you bet you fucking like it. I, like, <laughs> I thought it was a great name. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and know, then... Um, I like how everybody has these kind of very in-depth stories, and mine's like, I done stole it. <laughs> you remember... Also, going back, I mean, Halo, you know, you got the names and introduced all that, but then they introduced the thing where you had your uh, your tag, and it was the little three letters or symbols oh, yeah. that would come up above your name so your teammates knew who you were on the map, and then you were like, oh, man, what do I want my tag to be? <laughs> yeah. that forever and ever. And then we finally made our little, t- our little gamer tag team clan, and boys and girls, when I say that day... The Halo community would be forever changed. Uh, <laughs> I meant it. Online would never have been the same again. Stomping if you, fools. If you ever saw our initials against your team, there's a good chance you were probably going to lose. <laughs> yeah, very- we were, uh, just for the listeners' sake of knowing and backstory. Um, in college, we all played Halo together, and it was just our little thing. We were team badass, you know, TBA, this and that. But, you know, lo and behold, there's a professional TBA, so we can't really use that um, anymore. But it was fun back in the day, just screaming team badass and killing random people online that had no clue. So it was, you, um, it was a good time. You said there's a professional team. I bet we inspired you said there's a professional team that uses that. But the question is, are they as good as us? Are they really? Like No. No. And, and you know what? You know <laughs> what? If, if, if they are hearing this podcast right now, I challenge them. I our team badass versus their team badass for the name of <laughs> all right, team Tony. badass. We, uh, we all gotta get on I don't the know that that'll first. that'll go over. Yeah, I was about well, to say put down the joint, out. man. Uh no, it'll go great. We're good, but we ain't bro. Like <laughs> We, no, we no, have no, jobs. Fuck that. Fuck that. No, we play fuck, games. Their job is that. games. We're the best. Fuck that. Around. Fuck that. Y'all, are y'all enjoying your jobs? Are you enjoying your job? I mean... Do you, do you get a kick out of life? My job's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about you, uh, Justin. You're well off. <laughs> this isn't about life. you. I like my job. <clears throat> no comment. Burns, you better fucking <laughs> like your job. All right, how much debt you racked up to get it. Shut up. God damn. All right, we're going to keep finances out of this because uh, this ain't about people's lives. This uh, is about our lives. 
Gaming is what right. It's what we do. Gaming is our lives. You're right. You're actually right. You're absolutely right. But we want we want to make sure that people understand that you know what we did back in the day was we did uh, make some some beautiful memories, uh, especially on the multiplayer. And um, it's just, it's just one of those things where you know you, you look back and you say, man, we we used to do that. We used to beat the crap out of people online like you know it was nothing to now you know most of these games are pretty easy to get used to and it's not too much of a learning curve they all seem fairly the same and I, I gotta I, I, I can't I can't I can't see people doing the same thing I'm doing the same thing in a world of video games where it's repeated content and repeated ideas and repeated schemes. It's just nice to be able to play Halo, which was a truly original game, and it's just fun every time. It it never gets old. Yeah, because it's, it's, you're right, because it's like it's a game that's different. It's just a whole different animal from uh, the rest of the shooters. And that's what made it unique. That's what made it, you know, eye candy that you could draw back to no matter how many times in the future you look. You know, you, it could be 20 years from now. Somebody will still want to play Halo 3 or, or even Halo Reach for one another because they're that good. You know, it's just it's something about the stories, the character development, the guns, the explosions, all, I mean, all that wrapped in one. It's almost like playing through a movie, an action movie, and you're the star. You know what else made the multiplayer so fun? And we haven't talked about this yet, and I don't know why. But that damn announcer that was always there telling how you killed somebody or that you got a killing spree <laughs> yeah that's man that's the most satisfying that was all worth feel. it and the badges you yeah. could go back and look oh, at all the, the different badges. things you accomplished in the game yeah and badges you've never even seen before that was that was the uh, shit man the most satisfying the most you the can, you can worry got the uh, most was betrayal uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude um Speaking of all that, uh, uh, which game was that? Wasn't it Halo 3 that brought us the Forge? Wasn't it? Uh, yes, sir. That is it. Pissing Burns off so bad because he would be in Forge and I would join his game and I would just wreck all his shit. <laughs> I love just you, Burns. Fuck with me. I'm just it's okay, buddy. In my happy place. If you think about it, that was such a horrible feature. <laughs> If he didn't invite you, why? Why could you join? It's true. <laughs> he could just wreak havoc on his world. It would be so convenient for him to not be able to just join, but uh, didn't didn't work that way. Thanks for that. <laughs> like I remember, like uh, Greg building up like big old walls and just like using the slam into all the things you were building. It's fun. It's fun. I love you, and yep. I. Uh, it's well, always been great. It might be a fun memory for me, but I will say I'm sorry, I love such a dick. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't no, lie, not you at fucker. All. Bullshitter. Still a dick. <laughs> it's alright, guys. 
<laughs> I, you know, you know the one thing that I must say that that I don't even think Bungie knew would come out of making Halo is when they did bring out Forge. People, you know, people were making all these different maps and these different gameplays. The one that stuck and became an actual game feature in a in a future game was Rift Ball. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That became an actual feature later on in the game, but it started off as a forge map made by yeah, the community. You, that, that's that's one thing about the community, man. You never know yeah. what the fans are gonna create. It's yeah. always it's beautiful, crazy. Yeah. I've seen some really good community maps, and uh, it was actually one of the first games that I can remember, and I'm sure it's probably not, but um, actually being able to be like scroll through a menu of community made games and just play whichever one looks good to you and uh that being able to share that kind of stuff is the first time i've yeah, ever encountered it um i actually have a story involving burns involving one of those community maps uh it was me and burns and we uh we joined in on this game with these two guys oh, in God. this map they had made for a game of capture the flag and I guess they thought they were going to get one over on us because it was like their own custom-made map with these two gigantic-ass towers um, to uh, have to climb and capture the flag in. But what they didn't know is Burns is the best wheelman in the business. And, <laughs> I, so uh, and I'm a close-quarters guy, and all those towers they made, they were all close-quarters. So I moved to their tower, taking out taking them out left and right. They tried to stop me, but they couldn't. I just wrecked them. And I got to the top, and I grabbed that flag, and right at that same time, Burns was coming up. Um, and uh, What was the name of the of the, uh, the the little helicopter things you could fly? What was it? Um, what, what were they called? Um, yep, a hornet. Yep, and Burns comes flying up there on the hornet, but there was not enough room for him to land. So he got, like, right under where I could jump off. I jumped off onto his hornet, and, and just balancing on the top of his hornet he flew me back to our base and we're going to plant our flag at the top of the tower <laughs> if only we could record game club yeah. oh, then we could catch so much awesome stuff <laughs> uh, that would have been awesome oh i mean you could um you could record your games but uh i think you only had the choice yep. to record the entire game i don't remember I think Halo reaches where they really made that. Yeah, I gotta admit. The, the game recording became like a more in-depth thing. You know, that's another thing that's pretty cool that Halo started was the whole game recording thing. Now both systems do yep. game recording. Because uh, Halo you. made Machinima a big deal. Isn't that like, interesting? Uh, with, with, uh, red and, with red versus blue. It exactly. Exactly. Exactly, which also fed money. Well, you got to credit YouTube. the dudes that made Red versus Blue, but yeah, they did use Halo yep. to do it. Yeah. Well, they could have, you got to think, they could have used another game and, well, no. No. Because of the recording aspect. I exactly. Guess. Yeah, right. yeah, it had to be Halo. Well, that's another thing about Halo. It's not like you just could record a game and then play it back. You could record a game, but you could pause, move the camera, yep. and go fly around yep. the map in that recorded game. Yep. Get aspect. You when have you ever been able to do that before? Nah. Halo and the, even now I can record a game clip, but I can't float around freeform in the map and it look is. at different angles. And it's crazy. Exactly, crazy. and that's why it, it, that's why Halo changed the game 
for everybody. Everything, everybody. If Halo didn't come out, it you know the gaming industry probably would have died a couple years ago. This is a, probably a few de- a decade back or two. I don't know that the gaming industry would have died, but Xbox no, would no. not be what it is. No, no, no. What I'm what I'm saying as far as console games would have died. Honestly, console games would have died because the stuff that's popular with PlayStation is only popular in like Asian countries, Asian and European countries. It wouldn't have made it it's successful over here. And the fact that Xbox was, you know, a Microsoft, which is an American-owned company, they made their own game system, but it wasn't, it, it you can't really sell to your own people and think that you're going to make, you know, billions and billions of dollars. The real industry is out there where everybody else is. That's how, that's how Nintendo stay alive. Everybody likes Nintendo. From, you know, Asia to America, they all like Nintendo. The only thing is, Xbox couldn't really sell that well in the Asian countries because everybody liked PlayStation already. So it wasn't really, it was either PlayStation or Nintendo. They, re- they really didn't care for Xbox. And that's what really kept Xbox from, like, boosting out. And when Halo came out, it really gave them that boost that they needed to fight on the same plane as everybody else. So, you know, Halo really did change the gaming community for everybody in a whole. Okay, um, uh, real quick, uh, I'm sorry to backtrack us, but we, uh, like, something I really wanted to bring up since we already talked about, uh, we just talked about Machinimas and Red vs. Blue and all of that. This is another testament to how awesome Bungie is, is, um, when Red vs. Blue came out and it became, you know, the big deal that it was, you know, Bungie took a look at it and they, uh, at Red vs. Blue and the Machinima and all that, and they decided they liked it so much and that it was good marketing for, uh, the Halo series that they actually gave, um, the guys making Red vs. Blue permission to make money off of it. They gave them the permission to monetize it and make money off of their product. And I just think that's a really cool thing that Bungie did for the community. Now that's super awesome because if you think about it, what company today would they, they'd be like, ah, oh, and they'd sue them and they'd shut them down and that's all you hear about. You don't hear about them saying, man, that's really cool what you did and helping people out. They, they just shut it down, stop yep. using our rights and that'd be the end of it today. Well, I mean, Bungie as a company has been pretty supportive of, uh, you know, small independent um, studios. I mean, they let them use their platform to develop games and they've invested a lot of money in small studios. So, I mean, it makes sense. Probably comes from them starting by one man in his garage. (laughs) That would be a... That'd be uh, Alex Seropian. He was just one guy. He started Bungie in his garage, and he made it a uh, Pong clone called Ganop, which he actually um, releases freeware for Mac computers just to get Bungie's name out there and get some attention, and it really did a lot of good for the company. But um, on another ho- uh, note about uh, Bungie and their background and Halo and its background, do you guys know that uh, Halo actually didn't start out as a first-person shooter? Um, it was originally going to be a real-time strategy game, kind of like Command and Conquer, and uh, and um, it was uh, yep, and that was never they were yeah. basically Mac exclusive creators, and um, they got a call from Microsoft, you know, offering them the chance to be the first people to work with their new console, the Xbox, and Bungie couldn't help themselves; they couldn't resist. They said, "Oh, we'll be the first one to do it," and you know, they'd always been groundbreakers in the industry, so they jumped at that chance, and Halo was transformed from RTS, and. Uh, 
and um, into the first-person shooter it is today. Even um, Master Chief's voice got changed. Like originally, it was a very robotic-sounding voice, and they then they took and gave it a more human-sounding voice whenever they made the jump to the Xbox. When they, were, when they first were talking about Halo, they were talking about a strategy-based game, kind of sort of similar to Command and Conquer. That's why you see. Uh, that's why you see the uh, that that Halo game that came out. What's, what's that game? Uh, Halo. Halo Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah. That's that was the game that actually what they were trying to bring out, and uh, they just scrapped the deal. I mean, they just scrapped the whole idea because they wanted to go for a more first-person shooter. Because Activision was coming out with a first-person shooter as well called Call of Duty. So they wanted something that would basically rival with their hype. Because Call of Duty could be played on PlayStation, but on Xbox, only Halo could be played. Would have drawn more attention, a strategy-based game or a first-person fast-paced shooter multiplayer? Yep, first-person shooter every day. Exactly. So they went that route. That's why that got scrapped. But they, you know, they later brought it out as Halo Wars, and it, it did fine as far as the strategy game goes. But it did enough. I mean, it did enough to get a second one. So you know, enough people like it. That's a good game, and it had really good cinematics. As a matter of fact, yeah. it's just hard to play a game like that on Xbox because no matter how good you make it and how good the interface is and how things work you're still playing a basically a click and drag game on a controller and it's right. just not you know yeah, it's conducive. very it's very disadvantaged when it comes to pc playing i guess that's, um that's an issue with a lot of um you know pc ports over to xbox which is happening a lot now right um but that's a whole nother episode that we can totally go through but, yeah all right so here we go one two summary go okay I guess I'll go first off uh, <laughs> sorry nobody was thought I was like uh okay um well, uh, all in all um, I definitely say Halo is a very important um uh game to me um it was what brought me to the Xbox console it's uh which led me to many of my favorite games over the years from Morrowind and uh the uh everything in the Elder Scrolls series to games like Fable and Splinter Cell, which is another game I'd love to talk about someday. But, um, yeah, I think we have a lot to thank Halo for. Oh, oh you we can talk that. about the Splinter Cell, uh, yeah, son. I definitely would say that uh, nothing we have today would be the same without Bungie and Halo, and uh, just like to thank all those guys for giving us such a wonderful game to play. I, I gotta bring up one more thing that we didn't and I know that we're kind of summarizing and working towards a close here but you told me an interesting fact that? that I really really enjoy about gamers nowadays having a hard time with Halo 2 and I'd love for oh, you to go uh, over yeah, um, we end that whenever uh, Halo 2 was made uh, playable on the uh, Xbox One um, they had a bunch of you know new kind of flood of like new players coming to Halo 2's online game for the first time and um you know, most of them are coming off of games like Halo 4 and Halo 5 and you know, the Call of Duty franchise, and they played their hand at you know, trying out Halo 2 for uh, for their first time, and they didn't do so well. They were actually quite upset. They uh, said the game was too hard, it was too difficult, and they just couldn't quite hang in the uh, Halo 2 realm with all the uh, Halo veterans out there. So, just, um... <laughs> 
Get so wrecked, if you've been here children. from the ground you're floor, pat yourself kids. on the back. You're you're good at a game that most people today are not. You know, that that's why I'm not good at the new games like Fortnite. It's not that I'm not good, it's just that they're so easy. I just can't <laughs> you know, it's just it, it, I don't know, it's weird. I hope you sleep at night. <laughs> that sounds like an excuse, buddy. Hey, hey, shut your mouth. I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I play Fortnite, but I'm not. I'm not gonna claim I'm the best. And when it comes to that building shit, I, you you be you be better off just shooting me because I'm not gonna build shit. I'm just gonna shoot you. As, I'm not gonna waste my time. We're building no little ass house. Just so you can shoot it down. No, I would just shoot the shit out you. I feel like we're the high schoolers. We're the high schoolers on the bus on the way home. But like, instead of wanting to fight, we're like, meet me in Halo Two. 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 Meet me in sword well i mean all in all halo great game great series did a lot for gaming oh yeah um definitely influenced mm. each and every one of us influence each and every game we've probably played since it came out mm. um much much love for bungie and all much the memories that they've given us and you know it's challenging for a new company like 343 to take it over but at least they rose to the challenge, and they're still making Halo games. It could have died, yeah. you know, but Jesus. it didn't. And it's still around. So I look forward to the new Halo. Um, and that about Steven, sums up our episode. Would you episode. say that we've? <clears throat> would so, you say? Yeah, thank you for tuning in, guys. Fight? Uh, <laughs> 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 I would say that we have finished this I see fight. What you yeah. Did there. Ding ding. Ding, ding. It's funny because it's reference. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they yeah. said that in the game. Oh yeah! Thanks for <laughs> logging on. We would you yes, know. yes. Thank you, all listeners, all you guys. We appreciate anybody listening to our podcast. We welcome any feedback, um, any suggestions, any topics you want to hear us talk about or cover or bullshit on. Uh, feel free to drop us a line and uh, let us know. We have a legacy of game podcast at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your suggestions. And we will do our best to get back to anybody yeah. that takes the time to send us a message. For real. Also, um, feel free to add us on whatever various platforms that we play on because we'll gladly back up these claims and how awesome we are. Um, yeah. And, whether or not uh, we prove it or not, I don't, and, I don't know. But. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, love you guys. Love you guys. I love you. Peace out.